0: This podcast is brought to you by BuyTravelTicket.com. Welcome to the HitchedMag.com podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchedMag.com, and I'm joined once again with Dr. Karen Sherman. Hi, Karen. Hi, Steve. So we are up to episode 42, if you can believe it. Oh, my. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And uh, this week, we are going to be covering an article you wrote a little while back on um, your self-respect within the marriage. Mm. And we had one of our readers write in, and uh, we didn't have her write in. She wrote in, and uh, she just didn't feel respected in a relationship. And there wasn't a ton of information within the, the, the question she submitted, so we weren't Aware of the full circumstances, which is something you raised in your article, mm-hmm. uh, so we're going to dig a little bit deeper into the subject a little bit here. And, okay. Um, I guess because you are the expert, you have all the experience with your own practice. Is is the lack of respect between couples a common thing you see uh, coming into your practice?
1: Well, I don't. I, I think unfortunately, a lot of times couples. Um, do show a lack of respect to one another, or at least the couples that I see, which is why, you know, their marriage is in trouble, because uh, respect is really the number one factor that you need for your relationship to be working well. Um, So, yeah, sadly, it is a lot of uh, what I do see in the relationship. Of course, it will vary as far as, um, you know, how badly uh, that attribute is there. Um, and hopefully, uh, by learning some skills, then the couple uh, can improve on that. It's, it's, you know, not that hard to learn.
0: Okay. Now, the article was based on uh, a reader who submitted the question saying they didn't feel respected. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if your spouse doesn't think that you respect them, and flipping the article around a little bit, and you really do... Uh, mm-hmm. What can you do to show or prove that you are trying to give them respect and you do respect them?
1: Well, that's a good question, and that's you know sort of goes to what I just said, where you could learn certain skills. Um, you can first of all um, ask their opinion about things when they're speaking. Don't interrupt them. You know, don't always tell them that they're wrong about things. Um, let them know that you appreciate things that they do around the house or, um, you know, tasks that they're doing or efforts that they're making. Um, You know, that's in general things that couples should be doing uh, for each other regularly, but especially if one of the spouses has said that they're feeling disrespected. Um, You know, then, of course, Steve, there's always the issue that, you know, when you're raising the point that one of the people feels disrespected that it could also be an issue from their past where they just don't really feel it uh even though the spouse does respect their partner but again that's you know that's a sensitivity that the partner has to be aware of and make a little bit of an effort to extend themselves a little bit more to make their partner feel more secure in that area. But again, as I said, listening, asking for their opinion, appreciating them, all those things say, I respect
0: you. And and that's a good point you bring up too about the person not feeling respected, because I think you're right in that it takes both people in this situation. So if one's exerting the effort to try to show it, the other person also has to be receptive to yes. recognize these things. Right. Absolutely. And in, in the situation from the article where the husband uh, will actually fight with the wife in front of his parents, um, is, is there a reason you think he does this? Is it is it just to humiliate her? Is there some underlining thing that you think may be behind it?
1: You know, I can't, I, I certainly can't think of a good reason for him to do it. You know, in the article I said that sometimes it does have to do with the culture, Um I don't know if doing it in front of his parents, he thinks that that way she's going to pay more attention to him. Um, I tend to think that this is a a gentleman who um, has some of his own insecurities and needs to uh, prove himself by putting her down a little bit. I just cannot come up with any um, substantial or good reason to put somebody else down.
0: Yeah, uh, w- w-
1: there's for a good reason to make somebody else feel badly.
0: Yeah, I was thinking that too about perhaps he has his own insecurities and doing it in a a safe environment to him, which is in front of his parents, where he may have more support. Maybe yeah. the only way he can raise issues that may be bugging him.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, Karen, we're about uh, halfway through this podcast here, so we're going to do what we've been doing every week now and uh, break off a little bit and do okay. a reader from one of our questions. So sure, great. Uh, Let's uh, let's take a reader question right now. So here we are with the reader question of the week, and this one comes from Solly. And uh, I'm I'm actually surprised because we haven't actually received many questions about pets. Um, we have covered pets uh, once or twice in the past on the website, but uh, anyways, Solly says um, that pets have pretty much destroyed his marriage, um, and he goes on about. He spent $2,200 on dogs, and they have 11 uh, goats and doves and cats, and he's wondering why his wife um, has to collect these animals, and he feels that there may be something she's lacking, Um, and he asks the question, how can people put these animals uh, with a brain the size of walnuts over humans that we love, Um, and he says, "Uh, I actually went down to the courthouse and got divorce papers and gave the ultimatum our family and future together or thin down the herd. Uh, The confusing thing is that most of the animals have ended up at our home in the last year. Uh, Mm. Thank you, Sully. So what do you think, Karen?
1: Well, um, there's a couple of things that Sully said that caught my ear. Um, The first thing is that he's saying that most of this has happened in the last year. So my question is, What's been going on in the relationship? What's been going on in the spouse's life in the last year? It may very well be that there's something lacking in the marriage or that there's been some stress. Um, Animals really are a wonderful stress reliever. As a matter of fact, um, there's actually something called pet therapy for people who are grieving or for people who have uh, a lot of stress in their lives. Now, obviously, uh, Dogs and goats and dogs and cats <laughs> is, is a lot, uh, especially 11 goats. Um, but again, um, it, it certainly seems like there's something that's gone awry in the last year. And I would look to see um, what void uh, or what problem has happened that seems to have triggered this behavior. Um, quite frankly, the other thing that caught my ear although I certainly understand Sully's um, frustration and sense of rejection or being replaced by these animals. But when um, he writes that these animals with a brain the size of walnuts, I think, was the brain, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, this is somebody who um, has a very uh, invalidating Uh, reaction to uh, this sensitivity that his wife has towards the animals. And so I wonder if that's a statement that really speaks a little bit more to what goes on in their relationship. Now, of course, Steve, you know, just like when I write the articles and I say we don't get a lot of information, I don't mean to put Sully on the spot and make all sorts of accusations about him. I'm working with the material that we have. Uh, But again, I I certainly understand his frustration and his sense of being deprived and feeling unimportant in the marriage, but I think that um, there's certainly more underneath it, and that um, he needs to talk to her and try to find out what purpose these animals are serving for her. And if he does that with a little kindness and with telling her his feelings, that Uh, that might go further than just, you know, the ultimatum.
0: Yeah, certainly, certainly. And I think that uh, pet therapy is a great point you brought up. So, uh, Sully, hopefully that uh, gets you going in the right track and uh, you uh, you and your wife can move forward and uh, figure out what's going on. So best of luck, and if you have follow-up questions, please feel free to uh, send them via email. So here we are back with our podcast on self-respect, and when we left off, uh, he, the husband, we discussed the husband arguing in front of his parents. Um, Now, in the article, you mentioned that you heard a speaker say at a conference once that two there were two situations that were more of a breach to a relationship than an actual affair. Uh, One of which is when your partner revealed something very personal. Personal and you then threw it back at them during an argument. And Mm -hmm. the other was, if you humiliated your mate in public, um, Mm -hmm. is not throwing personal information back at your spouse one of those unwritten rules of marriage? Uh, I mean, I assume this is a big reason that so many people have a hard time opening up. What do you think?
1: Well, I, I don't know that people consciously think to themselves, I'm not going to tell you personal things about myself because you're going to throw it back at me. I think that probably the original feeling is that people tend to walk around with a lot of shame and feel like they're imperfect. And if I let my mate know these imperfections in me, they're not going to love me. They may reject me. um, they're, They're just not going to feel good about me. And so they don't share it. And then when they finally do share it, It's like giving a real gift. It's like really opening up a part of yourself. Um, Then if it gets thrown back at them in an argument, that's why it it becomes so monumental. It's because I gave you this very precious part of myself. I I really showed myself and made myself vulnerable. And that's why it's really horrible if somebody throws it back. But I don't think, Steve, that – I mean, you're right. It is an unwritten rule. But I don't think that the initial thought is, I'm not going to share this because you could throw it back at me. I think the initial thought is, I don't want to share this because you may not um, love me in the same way anymore once you know my imperfection.
0: Yeah. I, you know, the, I, one of these days we're going to do an article on the unwritten rules of marriage. Because I just like find it fascinating of what people find um, where it just like seems like common sense. Mm. And some people adhere to it and some people just breach it so Mm. um, anyways moving on uh, okay that was great advice by the way I I don't want to dismiss what what you had said there Uh, you had mentioned that counseling would be a good idea for this couple and I know this is something that we've talked about in the past Uh, are there ways to get your spouse to attend counseling with you with you or to get that ball rolling
1: well you know The bottom line always is if somebody doesn't want to do something, even if the court remands you to counseling, it's not going to mean a hill of beans. But I think if you're going to approach your spouse, the best way to do it is not to say, you know, you've got something wrong with you. I think you would have to say that um, this marriage means a lot to me. But I I think that both of us uh, have difficulty in knowing uh, how to handle certain things and you know I think we could learn some skills to make it better and I really would like things to be better you know would you consider joining me so that it it doesn't put the onus on one person you're taking responsibility and you're saying that you're looking to make things better you're not looking to go to therapy for a third party to um, you know attack you and tell you
0: that you're a bad person Okay, okay, Uh, that is going to do it for us Karen so thank you very much once again for your time Okay, Steve. And for everybody else out there, please be sure to visit Dr. Karen Sherman's website at choicerelationships.com and also at drkarensherman.com. And of course, you can get all of her articles at hitchmag.com. And if you haven't uh, visited yet, uh, please be sure to check out the new social network for married couples at, uh, at hitchmag.com. There's a little tab on the top right called Married Life. So until next time. Pitched, entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.